Welcome to the American Association of Critical Care Nurses COVID-19 Support Podcast, Episode 6. Welcome to the American Association of Critical Care Nurses COVID-19 Support Podcast. I'm your host, nurse journalist Jamie Davis. Our goal is to discuss important nursing practices during the COVID-19 pandemic and offer tips for nurses on the front line or behind the scenes. We hear you, we're with you, and we support you. Thanks for joining us, whether you're listening in the car, at the house, doing everyday chores, or maybe just taking a quick break. In this podcast series, we will do our best to provide you with the most current information from our incredible community of nurses. However, you should always check with the nursing practice standards for the state in which you're licensed and working, as well as with the organization or healthcare facility where you work. Today, we chat with nurse Emily Shands. Emily stepped up and offered to work in her hospital's COVID unit only months after graduating from nursing school. We'll explore how she found the confidence to work in the COVID unit so early on in her career and what her time there changed about her views on nursing. Let's listen to Emily as she shares her experiences with a few special nuggets of advice she has for other nurses. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you here today. Why don't you uh, take a few moments and tell us a little bit about your nursing experience before the COVID crisis struck? I graduated from Texas Christian University in May 2019 with my BSN, got my RN licensure here in the state of Missouri. And in June of 2019, I started a four-month critical care fellowship at Mercy Hospital St. Louis. Um, and I was training to um, be a nurse in the medical surgical ICU. And it included a preceptorship, so I felt pretty prepared for that aspect of entering into the profession. I switched over to night shift August 2019, and then in October, I was finally on my own, doing my own thing in the ICU. And ever since then, I've been in the ICU, and then in March, I was in the COVID ICU unit. So tell us a little bit about the transition from um, when you ended up having a COVID unit and um, you know, they started saying who wants to work here because that I think is part of the story we wanna hear about. I think we kind of have to start at the beginning with how I first entered into the ICU. Uh, my manager warned us before we actually went in that there would be one person in each fellowship that was thrown curveballs, that was thrown you know, some crashing patients and I just happened to be that nurse actually. A lot of things, you know, you, you learned quickly and you saw rapid changes in condition and you had to be thinking on the balls of your feet or whatever and just, you know, kind of roll with the punches there. And so when COVID came around, I felt scared. You know, this is a pandemic that's being talked about in the news and, and you know, people are dying from this and, you know, there's the lack of PPE or resources are limited. And so when I first heard about COVID, coming to our hospital in St. Louis, I was, I was pretty scared. And then I took a step back and I talked to my family about it and really weighed my options here. And uh, they were really supportive of my decision to go work in the COVID unit. My father is in the medical field, so he was in and out of the hospitals too. Yeah, I just received a lot of support from my family. And that's kind of why I, I took a leap of faith and did the COVID unit. 
So you'd had all these you know, myriad of advanced experiences, I guess I would call them, in the ICU. Um, and, and we all know that those things happen and, and that learning curve can be steep for people. Did you feel that same way going into the COVID unit? I think at first it was really challenging. A lot of us weren't prepared for, you know, the, the level of PPE and going into these rooms and, you know, oh, where do we don and doff? And that was an additional challenge that, you know, you faced was just gearing up to go into these rooms, let alone coming face to face with this virus. The first couple of months, the first couple of weeks even, were definitely a challenge. And you kind of had to, you know, just go in there with an open mind. Over time, you started to recognize what the pattern was, you know, what, what did this um, virus look like and what should you be, you know, looking out for maybe tomorrow or the next day. Going in, I think that was also one of the reasons why I wanted to go work in the COVID unit was, you know, if this is going to be as big as New York here in St. Louis, you know, how do we prepare for that? How, I, you know, how can I help others better prepare for that if I have done it, you know, kind of before it hits its peak? And I'm curious, as you look back at those first few weeks, was there something you've identified that you might do differently? What would be that advice you'd offer to someone else in that same situation? I think that clustering care was probably the first thing that I learned. I was going in and out of that room maybe every 30 minutes because, you know, labs were ordered kind of haphazardly and that's no one's fault at all. You know, I didn't cluster my care. I wasn't going in with the medications and maybe drawing labs at the exact same time or, you know, the patient put their call light on and it's so natural to walk into the room and, you know, so what, what can I help you with, sir? You know, these COVID patients, you should get on the, the video chat and, you know, see what it is they need before you walk into the room. And so a lot of that was just learning. And then you started to understand, you know, what what can I do to prepare to go into this room? What can I bring the patient? What what do I need to do to prepare this room for the next nurse? When you think about being in the COVID unit, you talked about PPE and learning all the things that you had to learn a little differently, um, clustering care, certainly all important things. Um, was there anything in particular that was most difficult for you in the COVID unit as you were caring for your patients? Family wasn't able to come to the bedside, and some of these patients were really critical. And so you're calling the family members, giving them updates as best as you can and, and as often as you can, but it's not the same as them being there at the bedside. So it was personally very hard for me to see a patient, you know, on a ventilator, very sick, and there's not a family member there even to hold their hand. And something as simple as that, you know, I, I felt that I could maybe spend 10 minutes of my time just doing and, you know, praying over the patient, whatever it was, um, because I feel like if it was me in that bed, my family member might be doing the same thing. So I think that gave families some peace of mind that there was someone there in the hospital for them that was doing something a little different, that would maybe do something a little more um, geared to what a family member would do at the bedside. I don't know. You know, I just didn't want them to be alone in there. And I know those rooms are so isolated. What would be another hard thing? Uh, just the process. I mean, we're all going into this not really knowing um, I know the doctors, respiratory therapists, techs, nurses, experienced nurses, we're going into this blind. You know, think back to March when you're hearing all these, you know, horrible things on the news and, and what's going on in China and Italy with the lack of ventilators. And so I think that gave me some courage, though, also um, that everyone else was kind of in the dark here. And, you know, only by putting our heads together and really working as a team where we could have come out successful from this thing. So. 
Everybody was new, right? I mean, you were you were feeling new as a nurse, but it, to this situation, it was new to everyone, right? Oh, yeah. Like I said, that was helpful in a way because you're like, oh, I'm not alone here. You know, I, I'm not the totally new nurse that doesn't know what they're doing. No, everyone here really, I mean, it, it was a team effort. And I liked that a lot of the other nurses that you've interviewed so far have said the same thing, that this was a cohesive effort on everyone's part um, just to do good by the patient, you know, provide high quality care as best as you can in these uncertain times. And you're right. All the other nurses that we've interviewed have said some very similar things. Um, one of the things that they've mentioned is the constantly changing either treatment patterns or advice uh, methods of PPE donning even. What kind of things did you encounter, you and your colleagues, and how did you adapt to that? I think that when we first started off, we were using one mask a day. Um, and then that changed, of course, slowly over time. It was one mask for three days in a row. Um, and now you need to discard and we're going to repurpose these PPEs and uh, the masks and you'll get them again. So that was definitely a shocking thing, you know, we would be reusing them, but you know, hey, things are changing all the time. You might as well just get on board with it. I, I felt like everyone was doing their best to maintain clean, safe environment. Another thing that changed was the MRI tubing. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Uh, the lines in the rooms allowed a nurse to titrate medications outside of the room. That was an infection risk too. So we actually had to limit our use of the MRI tubing at the end because we realized, you know, oh, this actually has a higher potential to cause infection because it dangles on the floor or whatever it is. We had monitors. Like when we went into the rooms, we had patient safety officers that stood kind of in the hallways watching us go back and forth. And they would tell us, hey, re remember to wipe down your goggles or whatever when you come out of the room because it's just habit to put it back on your head and keep walking out. So again, I, I felt safe and I was glad for those um, reminders. I've been heartened by your story and, and other people's stories of, of nurses caring for each other. Um, what kind of examples do you have that you and your colleagues kind of forming that team to, to make this happen? I'll start with the COVID corner. That's what we called it because this hallway was angular and so long that you had, you know, these four corners and there would be maybe three nurses to one corner of this hallway. And so we called it COVID corner and, you know, we were a team back there. And so if you were in a room and you needed quick intubation drugs, hey, help, you know, you're banging on the window or whatever it is. And people come running right away. And so that was our um, name for it. But I remember, I think it was probably my second week being in the COVID unit. My patient had taken a turn for the worse and needed to be proned, um, paralyzed, and heavily, heavily sedated, obviously, before all that happened. So proning is, you know, when you put the patient on their belly, and then you start the paralytics to improve their ventilation, you know, once they've reached that ARDS point. That was my first ever time, actually, proning and paralyzing patient. I've been seen it many times before, but you know, me actually doing it myself. I walked on shift second week in the COVID unit and uh, the day shift nurse was walking out and she said, hey, I think you're probably going to prone tonight. I looked at the monitor and the patient sat in 84% oxygen. It's like, oh, heck yeah, we are. And so, you know, I was really nervous about it too. Probably had the look on my face and she was like, you know what? We're going to call the doctor and we're, we're going to do it now, you know, while I'm still here and I can show you the ropes. And let me tell you, this was, I think, everyone's first experience doing it in a COVID room. I mean, it was, took a whole team, it took, you know, four of the other night nurses, 
me attending the fellow, uh, respiratory, to get that patient on their stomach. I mean, it, it's group effort there. And I was just, you know, really impressed that day, really impressed and it made me want to go back. That sounds so silly, but I mean, just the hard work that was, you know, put into flipping that patient was amazing. And that nurse stayed late for me. I don't know. It was just great. No, it's, it's that appreciation for a job well done. And I think uh, you certainly are, are, are giving great examples of that. Um, I'm curious, uh, I remember back uh, when I was right out of nursing school, there were a few, I don't know, sayings or tenets that I had gotten, little nuggets of information I had received from some of my instructors while I was in nursing school that helped carry me through those early days. I'm curious if there was anything that stuck with you that kind of helped you move forward in your early days, both in the ICU and then in the COVID unit. I think probably the most common suggestion and piece of advice I got from my nursing professors was take every opportunity you can not be afraid to ask questions. And so I asked every single question I possibly could. I probably annoyed the heck out of people, especially in COVID because you have no idea sometimes, you know, where, where's this? I don't know where it is. You know, oh, what's that? And especially when you're taking on extra roles, I felt like COVID really reinforced that, you know, respiratory therapists are split between so many different rooms you know, maybe you're doing the spontaneous breathing trials or, or you're adjusting the oxygen on the um, ventilator settings. And so you take on these extra roles. And before you do that, ask questions, you know, make sure you're doing the right thing. Um, and so that was really cool. I thought uh, just learning, you know, the aspects of other people's jobs that are, you know, they do in the hospital and, and COVID really um, helped you to see that and take on some of that extra responsibility for sure. Sounds like you really picked up on a vast amount of experience in a very short period of time. Um, I'm curious what you've learned from this overall experience now that things maybe are a little bit of a lull and moving on. Uh, what, what do you think you're gonna take with you from all of this into the rest of your nursing career? The teamwork definitely makes the dream work. That sounds silly, but I mean, really, oh my gosh, just the team effort there. I, I want that to continue after this um, crisis. I, I think that the team effort was just amazing during COVID. Um, I also think that I'll take um, into my practice, you know, this sense of extra responsibility and autonomy. I really liked that COVID kind of forced you out of your comfort zone and made you you know, realize what all other professions do in the hospital and, and how you can help them to do their job and how they can help you. And just, you know, everything you can do for a patient, even when they have, you know, this deadly disease, you know, what else can you do and really get in there? What will you change about how you approach patients moving forward? You know, I'll always encourage them, you know, to keep fighting. I think I said that to a couple of my patients, um, you know, you're a fighter and you can make it through this, you know, I believe in you. I really try to instill that in most of my patients. Um, you know, when you give up hope, that's a lot of times the end. Um, actually, I, I just saw my other patient, my very first patient, my very first COVID patient, I saw him again the other day and it was really a great experience. Sad that he's back with us again in the ICU, but not the COVID ICU. Glad to see that, you know, I'm glad he made it out. There are a lot of new nurses that are coming into the workforce right now. The semester just ended. Uh, people are finishing up their nursing boards and, and getting ready to uh, enter the workforce. Uh, what piece of advice would you offer to them as you 
think about all that you came through to get to where you are today, uh, what would you say to those new nurses coming into the workforce? Oh, trust your gut. Um, the amount of times, even after COVID, but during COVID, you know, a lot of the times the doctors are in their own corner or whatever, and, and you're the eyes and ears for this patient. And, you know, you think something's different than your 8 p.m. assessment. It's midnight. You don't want to bother the doctor. You don't, you know, oh, you know, is this really serious or not? Trust your gut instinct. Call them. Tell them, hey, something's up. I want you to come lay eyes on this patient. I know something's wrong. I can't tell you how many times that saved me or, or saved the patient. And I'm so glad that I brought it to someone's attention that I, you know, took that leap of faith again. So I really urge all of those nurses out there that are new and, you know, kind of scared to speak up or, or they just, you know, aren't really sure if it's that big of a deal or not. Do it. You know, there's no harm in bringing something up if you think something's wrong. As talk of a second wave in the fall is coming around, what would you say to any nurse, especially new nurses, that might have an opportunity presented to them to uh, enter into their COVID corners? I would highly encourage them to do it. As long as their families are okay with it and they feel safe and that they're not, you know, at risk for anything going into COVID. You know, I really learned a lot in COVID. I learned a lot about myself, about this virus, about my team. I mean, there's not a lot of drawbacks there, at least from my perspective. I thought that, you know, there was only a lot that I could learn um, and a lot that I could do in there. And so I, again, would just recommend that every nurse goes and does it. What do you have planned on the horizon for your career? I definitely want to pursue um, higher education in the field of nursing. This, again, like I said, the extra responsibility and autonomy that I you know, saw in COVID land or you know, whatever was great. And I want to get that again. I, I want to see my profession excel, go above and beyond. And I feel like COVID really showed what nurses can do. Um, and how respected the profession is. I would just like to contribute to that in some way. Emily, I wanna thank you so much for joining us and, and sharing your insights and all of the wonderful and, and sometimes scary things you learned along the way in this journey. And we're excited to have you share that with us here. Thank you very much. That will conclude today's episode of the American Association of Critical Care Nurses COVID-19 Support Podcast. You can stay up to date with us at our website, aacn.org. And for more great updates, connect with AACN through Instagram at Exceptional Nurses. If you haven't already done so, check out the first five episodes of this podcast series and watch for future updates from AACN as other special podcast content is added on a variety of topics. Make sure you share this podcast series with other nurses you know so we can all be prepared to manage care for COVID patients in the future. I'm nurse journalist Jamie Davis thanking you for taking the time to join us in the midst of your busy day. We hear you, we're with you, and we support you.